Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. What's up, you gorgeous babes, men and women and everyone alike? Welcome back to another episode of Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. Hi, Kristen. And we got Luke's here. Shocking surprise. I'm here. <laughs> so Luke and I were going to do this solo today, just the two of us. And then I was like, you know what? No offense, babe, but I'm feeling like I need some dude answers. I need like more than just you. I think you just really wanted to be overwhelmed with masculine energy. So you guys, I'm so excited to introduce you. And a lot of you on um, that follow me on Instagram are like, who's that guy? Well, this is that guy. Matt Jordan, who likes to call himself MJ, but I'm, I don't stand for it. Matt Jordan, welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. So Matt lives in Denver and is one of the funniest people I've ever met. He's one of my male BFFs, one of two of my straight male BFFs. And we have known each other like 30 years. 20 23. 20. Oh, yeah. Hold on. My. <laughs> I was about to say, how old are you? How old are we? We've known each other 20 years. Dude, I don't know how old I am. Once you hit 39, you just start forgetting. Anyway, with all this male energy happening. Yeah. So again, guys, Matt is one of my male BFFs, lives in Denver. Matt, you're from St. Louis. This is how we met each other. Do you want to tell a story how we know each other? Uh, yeah, my uh, brother was in a band called Green Wheel back in 2001. And they were on Island Def Jam Records, pretty big in the Midwest. And they would go on tour and do usually three cities, like on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So my parents and I would pack up. Uh, one weekend, we went to a show in Flint, Michigan, and there was Kristen, uh, who we immediately bonded, hit it off, and then we continued to see her at shows, and we became friends and just stayed in touch, whether it was through social media, through breakups, would just kind of my stay in touch. MySpace, <laughs> yeah, you're in my top eight, I'm pretty sure. You were in my top eight as well. So what Matt, what Matt's really saying is that back in the early aughts, I was a Band-Aid. You were a groupie. I was a groupie. I did have sex with one of the guys in Greenwheel. That's true. But I meant to be a Band-Aid. And I would follow this band around called Greenwheel. And Matt's brother was the lead singer of the band. And I just truly loved their music. And that's just what I did back then. These were like the live journal, like MySpace days, where we could like code our favorite songs. And oh, shit was so good back then. Anywho, that's pretty much what happened. And I would go from like Michigan to Indiana to Missouri to Kentucky to Ohio Illinois and follow this band around and we became buddies. And then eventually when I moved to California, I stopped in St. Louis and met up with you for like a second. Do you remember? I have that. I have a photo on my MySpace that I can still access from St. Louis. Wait, MySpace is still active. I'm kind of like I can log in and I can see like six photos. <laughs> it's I weird. See if I can find mine. Do you remember what your email address was back then, though? Because you have to be able to access that email address. It's a whole thing. That's long gone. Yeah. Yeah. Not mine. Because yeah. that's who I, I am. I definitely don't. Detective have... Doty definitely knows how to get into her damn MySpace, even if they took it all away from me. I definitely don't check my Hotmail account anymore. You have a Hotmail account? That's cute. Uh, if it's still active. I don't know how long you have to go inactive before. How many email accounts have you guys had that you used for like porn and weird shit on one <laughs> and then like all your actual emails on the other? Because I dated this guy named Tom S., um, who's from St. Louis actually, but we dated, I met him in LA. Um, and he had like a bunch of email addresses and one of them was specifically for like porn and like friend, friend, or not friend finder. There was like this one where you can like find people to fuck like in your neighborhood. Adult friend finder. Yes. I think. Yeah. Anyway, I've heard of it. This guy that I dated, um, from St. Louis, Just he, this guy. he had one of those and I was like, what the fuck? So that's a Let's just start off with that, guys. You really just gonna leave it at Thomas? That was his name. 
And okay. his name is not Tom Schwartz, just so everyone knows. God, I did not date Tom Schwartz. Matt, did you have multiple email addresses for like porn or naughty things? And then like another email address for like all your other stuff? I mean, I definitely have an, a separate email account that I use for things like that. You don't like spam uh, for spam, but I've definitely made the mistake before and signed up for something and used my work email because it auto fills. <laughs> and I've had to go back into the account and fix it. That's <laughs> the last thing I need my work seeing. That's You're like, dude, I got half. Signed up for big booty bitches, Matt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Luke, what about you? Uh, you know, if I did, it was very brief. Do you have another email address other than the one that I know? Well, yeah, I've got a number of business accounts. I've got one from my hemp hmm. company. I've got one from hmm. business. Hmm. I'll show you every one of them if you want. <laughs> Just fucking with this you. day and age, who needs another email account to look at porn? That's not a thing anymore. I'm talking about back in the day, but you're younger than us. Okay, that's True. fair. Facts. Oh my goodness gracious. I was just curious because it just popped into my head about mine and Matt's like old school MySpace friendship and how people, we just had, I don't know, like I had an AOL account and then all of a sudden like AOL wasn't what people were into. So I had like a Yahoo account. When I moved to LA, they were like, you have a Yahoo account? You need to have a Gmail with your own name. I was like, okay, fuck, I don't know. Remember Instant Messenger? That was like the Instant Messenger chat rooms, like the first one. That was like our first flirting. Exactly. Birth of text messaging is kind of what it was. Really? It was. It totally was. Like I was, I want to say like 13. I was in middle school, I think when AIM was a thing. So you were a little bit older. Luke was like born. I just got to throw this in here. If anyone hasn't seen the movie Blackberry, it's fantastic. And it throws you back to that age in that time. Don't you agree? We watched it. It was such a good movie. No, it's a great movie, but I never had a Blackberry. Matt, did you have a Blackberry? I did. Did you have a Blackberry because it was untraceable or because it was cool? I used use it for work and it was cool. Okay, but it, not because of the whole untraceable. That's like, news to me. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's it was basically like a WhatsApp, but when WhatsApp was not like super traceable, like you would have your your BBMs, your BlackBerry Messenger. I remember all my friends when I moved to LA had a BlackBerry, and then like when the iPhone came out, they also had that. But they're like, but if you send the BBMs, like they're like untraceable, no one could find them. And I had a fucking Palm Trio, and I was like, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not in that BlackBerry world, bitches. I don't know. I never had. Yeah, I did not know that. You guys are boring. You guys didn't have any sex texts. That's cool. No, Snapchat came out when. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, well. You do have a Snapchat. Matt, do you have a Snapchat or did you ever have one? Uh, I had one at one time, but I don't use it anymore. Was it for like titty pics or was it for just like for fun? Because like other people, your friends had it. Yeah, both. Yeah. Luke, titty pics. Not as much as I would have liked. Okay. To be honest with you, it was a lot of... The, but your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend used to send you or post things to get your attention on Snapchat. We've correct. talked about this on the podcast correct. before. Yes. It, like when, when Luke and his ex-girlfriend broke up, she would like post things just to like specific, like in your t-shirt or whatever it was just to get your attention. That's fucking smart. That's some shit I used to pull. I'm a fan. that's funny okay guys so i want to tell you about my day well i want to tell you about the last part of my day so i have been growing out my flipping vagina hair your bush for far (laughs) too long i'm not a fan i fucking hate it as your as matt's like itching his or like he's like combing his beard with his fingers matt this is how i felt for the last like three weeks every time i take a shower i'm like do i need to comb it I have to like slap my own hand to be like, put the razor down, Dodie. Don't do it. I know you're going to shave your legs, but don't touch it because you can get waxed. So I got waxed today. And right after I got waxed, I went and got a tan and then I got a spray tan. And for all of you who are going to tan shame me, I only went for five minutes. It was a quick five minuter. It was like being in the sun outside. I protect myself from skin cancer. I just want to throw that out there. But I want to be tan. I feel like a pasty little bitch. And now I'm starting to feel really good about myself. I got the Vagine waxed. I got a little bit of a spray tan. I'm missing three nails on my right hand, but that'll be fixed tomorrow. And then I'll feel like a hot girl again. So my question to you boys is like a twofold. Number one, how do you feel about bush hair on a chick, whether it's a girl you're just hooking up with versus a girl you're dating. And then I want to talk about manscaping. So let's go to the first part. You go first, Matt. How do you feel about vagine hair? Are you a bush guy? Are you a full Brazilian? No, no hair in the butt cheeks or do you not really give a shit? I'm a, I like, like a bald eagle. 
You are a bald eagle or you like a bald eagle? I like a bald eagle. I too am a bald eagle because any little piece of hair, I'm like, it's going to annoy the fuck out of me. I'm way too like OCD and I'll just start like tweezing. Luke, how do you feel? You know, preference wise, obviously I like some care to be done down there. Not just like full on everything, big bush kind of deal. Okay. Hold on though. A bush does not mean that there's no care. It just means maybe that's a preference. Sure. No, but what I'm saying is like a landing strip's okay. Like some pubic hair <laughs> is okay with me. I just want to see some effort, especially if I'm going to like go down. Then my question, so my question for both of you, Matt, first, uh, hookup, dating, like random dating versus girlfriend, or you've had a fiance before. Does that change for you? Well, what Luke was about to say is the big difference maker. If you like to go down on a woman... That's when it really comes into play. Same with you, with you ladies. I'm sure you don't want a guy's dick to have sideburns. So. Well, I mean, I'm not sucking on a sideburn. Yeah, but it's going to get your teeth. Uh, I don't. Dep- I try depends, not to get that close. Depends on the size. Yeah. But so answer my question, Matt. What do you think? So basically, like a girl, you're like kind of seeing or going on it. You know, you're dating casually, but you are hooking up, right? Versus like a long-term girlfriend or your fiance, ex-fiance, whatever it is. We don't have to right. say your long-term ex, relationship versus long-term fuck buddy. versus fuck buddy. Do you care the same way, or is it different? Yeah, I guess there's probably a little less caring if it's a fuck buddy. So if you're like super into her, she's super hot, you guys are having fun, and she just is like a bush lady, you're like, eh, if that's the only thing, no big deal. Yeah, but if it's in the long term and, yeah, you want a little, I mean, you want it to be maintained and taken care of. Just a, It's a personal preference. So let me put that out there, ladies and gents listening. This is all personal preference. That's why I'm asking. But Luke, so like in your single days, would that turn you away from hooking up with a girl if she had an 80s bush? No. I haven't run into a full-on '80s bush, but it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't doesn't turn me away. It's I mean mixes things up because I think most girls are pretty uh, clean, like clean shaven or waxed these days. You, most you are, gotta stop saying so. clean though, because clean clean mean shaven is what okay. I said. Clean shaven. Bald eagle. Bald eagle. We're going back to the bald eagle. That's the preference. I mean, because for fine. for me, it's like the opposite of what you guys are saying. Where I'm like, if I'm like when I was single and if I was like hooking up with a dude, like we're going, I know we're going on a date, you know, like you put your best foot forward. I expect that shit to be manscaped. My boyfriend, I'm like, yeah, whatever. If he does it, it's like, I'm like, Oh, surprise for me. That was nice of you. We also like discuss it. Luke will be like, Hey, I shaved on there or whatever. You don't seem to notice or care. Usually you don't comment on No, it. The only thing I hate are your arm, your armpit hair. Matt, do you trim your armpit hair? I'm I yeah I definitely manscape. I even have a uh, two different razors in my shower. One's for my balls and one's for my face. But they're specifically different, so I don't mix up the two. <laughs> you do as well, Luke. You have the lawnmower and the. Those are clippers, not a razor. But, but what is it called? The lawnmower and the hedge trimmer. Right, right. I've got yeah. a set of clippers for my beard and a, and then a set of clippers. But I don't. And how would you feel if I used the one for your balls? If I did them on my vajay. If I was like over the bush, can't handle it. I'm having a panic attack. Can't can't get into my waxer. Alexis, shout out bunny feathers, guys. I'll post about this, but I have followed her everywhere. She's the only one that gets to look at my vagina other than Luke. Um, anyway, uh, it wouldn't bother me as long as you didn't do it like after not showering for a few days in a workout. As long as that wasn't the case, I don't care. You can use it. I mean, should I su- surprise? I've used it without showering. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but now I'm definitely going to. That's the day. Don't confuse those two. When did you guys start manscaping? Oh, young. Very young. Matt, what about you? Young. Like, how did you How did you know to do it? Porn. Oh. Was it porn for you, or did you just know? American Pie. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yeah, when he got the clippers and he looks down, wow, you got bigger. Yeah. Oh, because if the, if the bush is trimmed back. Pretty much trimming the bush makes out. the tree look taller. <laughs> facts he's only speaking facts listen you heard it here first he's like fucking buddha over here <laughs> wait what can you say that one more time the bush i what? said trimming the bush makes the tree look taller how like what all body hair do you shave or manscape because i am basically only below the belt by basically i mean I am only below the belt. Occasionally, I'll trim the hair around my nipples because they get really bushy, and I think it's weird. But I don't touch the chest hair, the armpit hair. 
I don't touch, touch my stomach hair. Consistently down below the belt, my armpits, and then my chest hair every now and then because it gets a little, little Chewbacca. A little unruly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like that. Like, I've dated guys who, like, can't grow hair, and at times it's felt like I'm, it's uncomfortable. I was going to say something that was going to come out completely not correctly. So it doesn't, it makes me feel like less of a woman if a guy is like fully like waxed, shaved, like oily, like that's just not my vibe. Again, this is all about preference, guys. That's all we're talking about is preference. Different strokes for different folks. You know what I mean? But for me, I want like a dude with like some hair, like just a little bit, maybe not like all up on your butt and like your, all that. All up on your butt, what? Like in your, I don't know, like, do you, I mean, I don't know, I guess it depends if you want girls to go like between your cheeks or not. Like if you want to like, get in there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I don't really, you know? yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's a no fly zone for me. So. Luke too. Interesting. Anyway, that's what I did today. I had it all waxed, like all hell, and it's been a really long time, and it hurt like a fucking bitch, but I'm very happy I did it, and now I'm tan and I'm feeling hot, so that's all. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see the work. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. With a busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Factor's never-fresh, frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back to crushing your goals. Too busy running around during the day to think about lunch? Keep your energy up with Lunch To Go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go, no microwave required. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September... Get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash 50 and use code DOTY50 to get 50% off. That's DOTY50 at factormeals.com slash 50 to get 50% off. They say that hair care is the new skincare, but there is one brand that has taken it to the next level. Kitsch has created game-changing essentials beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, Kitsch knows that hair care does not stop in the shower. Whatever your budget, your skin type, your hair type, Kitsch believes you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices morning, noon, and night. Started in 2010 by selling hair ties door-to-door, literally just hustle and a dream. Kitsch is self-funded, female-founded, and now carried in over 20,000 retail locations. I've never used satin pillowcases before, and I am a changed woman. I'm obsessed with them now. My pillowcases are so soft, beautiful to look at, and my hair looks amazing in the morning. But the latest Kitsch viral craze, rice water shampoo bars, which can improve your overall hair growth and density. Reviewers say they'll never use bottled shampoo again. Quote them on that. And their hair feels and looks 1000% better between washes. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash Doty. One more time, guys. That's mykitsch.com slash Doty for 30% off your entire order. Matt, you came in to visit from Denver. You hung out and then you left, went back to Colorado. Our friends Rachel and Greg from Colorado came in and then you came back. You came back like a week later just to visit me for my James May party. Oh, yeah, and I said I would come out for it, not realizing that you would tell me like six days later, or, hey, it's next week. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I got to pony up. But like today, not even joking, I went into the, the guest room in the apartment and I, I said, I was looking for something and I said, oh, it's in Matt's room. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the guest room, whatever. It's essentially your room now. You've been here more than anybody. I've only had this place for like three weeks. I cursed in the bedroom. <laughs> You absolutely did. Congratulations. Wait, it's only christened if you finished. That's the, the real story. Oh, so is that, that what you're asking him? 
Did the job get completed or did it end? It did. Okay, okay. Good Congratulations. Work. Good work. Proud good, of you. Good for single people. You know what I mean? So let's talk about that a little bit. So Matthew, you are currently single. You ready to mingle? Uh, ready to find somebody. Mingling is boring. Mingling is boring. And you've yeah. been engaged before, which I literally forget all the time. I have, yeah. Can we talk about that? We don't have to talk about like the person, but like I'm so curious to talk to both of you boys about the way guys feel about, oh my gosh, like I'm really in love with her and I'm actually thinking about like proposing. Like, do you think about the proposal? Are you excited about it? Do you do whatever you think she wants? Do you do what you want? Like, what does that look like for a man from like your perspective? You're, you're a romantic. You're Literally, like I said, the funniest person that I know. So you have, you're a jack of all trades. But when it comes to something like that, when you're in a serious relationship, when you thought you were going to get engaged, were you like, I am excited about this? Or you're like, oh, I'll give her what she wants. And Luke, what do you think as well? You go first because you've done this before. <laughs> Luke's like, I'm going to follow your answer. <laughs> I was super excited about it, but I didn't want to do anything cliche. Um, I wanted it to be something special, something that was kind of us. And she also had a daughter, so uh, I included the daughter in it. But yeah, I got super excited about it, put planning into it. Uh, my parents got involved. Her brothers were involved. It was super. It turned out great, but obviously uh, it didn't work out. That's why we're having this conversation. Well, right. And I'm sorry, no, no uh, need to like, twist the knife, but it, it's been a bit and, and you're my BFF, so it's like fun yeah, to... It's been a while. I'll play off that. I think the guy, at least from my perspective, definitely puts a lot of thought and energy into the proposal, into the ring. They, That's where the thought really comes in. I think as far as visualizing the wedding, it's a lot less common. I have not, I've never visualized like this is the way I see my wedding going. This is, these are the colors. This is the layout. This, These are the people... Granted, I've thought about who would be in my wedding party, but that's as far as it goes, thinking about the wedding as a man. And Matt, what about you? Whether it was with your fiance or not, like whenever you've th dated a girl for a long time, were you ever like, oh, we're going to get married here? Like, this is what I'm going to wear. These are the flower colors. How many guys are stand up? Did you think about any of that? No, I thought about the guys that were going to be in it. That was about it. Maybe where the bachelor party was going to be, what that was going to be like. But exactly. I was going to include my parents. But yeah, for the most part, all of that organizing colors, I told her when we were planning, girl, this is all you, whatever you want, whatever makes you happy. Because um, I knew how stressful it was going to be. And it ended up being a lot more planning on the woman's part because we don't care. So give the free reign to the woman and, and let them do whatever makes them happy and is less stressed. As possible. Yeah, I was I was kind of expecting a we don't care, meaning it's not it doesn't weigh heavily on you as like an important thing, like whatever the fucking color of the flowers. You're like, I don't care if she was like, well, I want white flowers with like accents of yellow. You're not going to argue that you're like, perfect. White and yellow. Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> you know me. I'd just be looking at the price tags being like, so I'd be like, uh, the white and yellow or this price. If you want these, I don't know. I'd be looking at the numbers. I think more than do you guys aesthetic. look at number. It's not a blank check. I mean, if we're throwing, if we're going to have a wedding, like we got to kind of keep some things in mind. We're throwing a big party for everyone else is really, our wedding is very special for us. He's putting his hand on my back like, babe, it's really important, I swear. It's really important and, and such an awesome, pivotal time. But the logical, like, numbers-minded person that I am, we're throwing a big party for all of our friends. That is what's happening in this wedding. We're spending all the money. They're coming to support us and everything. And sometimes I might chime in when it comes down to it to say that it's not worth the extra money for something small that won't be remembered. I mean, touche, touche. So Matt, your ex-fiance or not, or just any girlfriend and to Luke to you, you obviously had like serious relationships. Was there consideration or thought on your end that you were like, I want a wedding or I want to elope or I want a destination thing? Or were you just like, whatever she wants, who gives a fuck? With my with the ex-fiance, we were trying to keep it cheap. We were trying to keep it small. We didn't want big extravagant. We wanted it for the most important people in our lives, not people that were coming for the free drinks and free food, but that was just us. So I mean, everybody's different. I mean, I love that. And I agree with that. I'm just like, I want, I want the raw fucking honesty. If you guys are going to your boys and going, man, this bitch is like, she wants that. And she was, sorry, my, my chick, 
she wants this and she wants that and I just don't give a shit and I'm tired of hearing about it. And honestly, I'd rather just run to Vegas and call it a day. Or if you enjoy the process of the thought of like a, a wedding. A wedding doesn't equal a marriage. That's what we, we all know this, right? None of us have been married. Yeah, on that topic, I think I would want something smaller. It doesn't need to be something where you invite the whole town, right? I know you have an infinite number of friends, Kristen. Oh, so so nice. I think it's hard to draw a line when it starts getting big. Like people really feel excluded that are on those fringe friends if it's a big event, right? If you mm-hmm. keep it small, you keep the, you know, with your tightest circle, just have your family, your tightest friends and everything there with you, even a destination thing, it's easier to not potentially piss off some friends. Does that make sense? That, that's the way my brain works with it. My ideal wedding, I have thought about this because we've talked about it plenty, Kristen. Uh-huh is that we do a destination wedding of our family and closest friends, and then it rolls right into the honeymoon. Because Luke just wants to go on a trip, and he doesn't care about other people, which is totally fair. (laughs) I do. I mean, I care about other people. I want my closest friends there. That's it, though. It's just like, where do you cut? Where do you draw the line? It just gets harder and harder with a bigger wedding. I think it really depends on the couple. I mean, if if my fiance would have said, I want a huge, giant wedding, that's what I've always dreamed of. Cool. I mean, if that's what you want, if that's going to make you happy, because we don't care shift to the woman be like hey if it's going to make you happy you know there's a lot more attention on the bride than there is the groom i mean they don't have a show called groomzillas it's bridezillas i mean it's, <laughs> it's a woman's big day so i get that it's a lot it means yeah <laughs> so if we, I think we need to pitch a show called groomzilla now i think we need to cast. <laughs> did we just you make guys? something Yes, we're coining this right now. Don't fucking take it away from us. I'm going to go to every producer I've ever worked with, and I want a show called Groomzillas, and Matt is going to be the host. (laughs) I'm down. That sounds amazing. Okay, another question. Do you, either of you, and and or your friends, or like you both have a brother, and you each have a brother, your brother is married, both of you, right? So from a male's perspective and from your perspective, have you ever cared and do you care currently about marriage or babies first? Matt, you, have you ever like been like, I want to get married, then have babies? Or has it kind of been like, oh, whatever happens first, it's fine? I mean, maybe when I was younger, I was more worried about what the tradition is. But mm-hmm. nowadays, nobody does that. I mean, it's, it's your life. You do what you think. Do what you feel is comfortable. Screw tradition. I mean, totally. I agree with Matt that it's... We're, it's 2023 and you don't have to follow the tradition. I do think that that is somewhat expected that you get married first. You have the commitment to each other prior to having a child. However, I've seen plenty of co-parenting relationships really work mm-hmm. and even getting married after having a child. So it's not necessarily a shotgun wedding. If you get pregnant first, it doesn't have to be like totally. you're, you're pregnant. So, oh, we have to get married. But at the end of the day, I think it's it's just all about mindset because some people dive into marriage too soon and then they have children right away and then they end up divorced and a child at a very impressionable age goes through the effects of their parents getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're not 100% committed to being married for life, I think that having a child, possibly before, if you're in the mindset that that child is the most important thing to both of you, then it could be beneficial to the child to have a kid before you're married. Okay. So your answer is you're not sure. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying it doesn't matter. I'm saying that okay. it's situation to situation. I mean, right? no shit. It's always situation to situation, guys. I'm asking you for your fucking opinion. So I'm going to give you an opinion of mine. I do not understand and no offense to anyone out there. Don't fucking come shame me or like hate on me. I'm just telling you, I don't understand anyone who can get married and not live together first or get married and not have sex first. I don't understand it. I get that it's like a religion thing, a belief thing. Maybe it's in your family, whatever the fuck it is. Good for you. I bow down. For me, there's not a chance in hell. I need to know what I'm working with. I need to know if you, if I have icks about you like in the bathroom or like in the kitchen or like, are there things that are going to make you unfuckable to me? Like shout out to Jared Freed, who we had on our podcast, because a tr- what his version of an ick is, it's not just like, oh, a little annoyance. The ick is like, you're unfuckable to me. That's how annoying your little ick is, right? So for me, if you don't live together, 
and or have sex before you commit for life, you're going to find fucking icks like crazy. And then they're going to be unfuckable to you. Am I wrong? How do you guys feel? I feel like I'm talking to a panel right now. Let's go, men. Tell me how you feel. Matt? It's a trial run. Live with the person first and figure it out. Figure out all your differences. Can you imagine like you get married, you don't live together, then you move in and they like the house at 79 degrees and you like it at 65. I mean, and then you've got to try and make that work. Like, no, no, that's, you just triggered me so hard. If I had to live with someone that kept the thermostat above 70, I mean, 68 is preference, but like 70, I mean, if they were like 71, I'm like, you can go straight to hell. You can sleep outside. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't care if it's 95 or 30 outside. You like 79 degrees. It's 95. You're welcome. Go outside. So you're sleeping on the patio. This is how I get her up in the morning. I go and mess the thermostat. If I'm up before Kristen, I turn it up to 72. And that is gets that her out true? Of bed. Because I literally do wake up and it's like 73. And number one, I hate odd numbers, but I also don't like anything above 70. And I do wake up and I'm like, why am I sweating? Absolutely. It's true. You son it's, of a... It's my subtle, sneaky way to get you up a little bit earlier. It's, That's so annoying. And now I can't I told tell you. if you're telling the truth or not. I am. I'm funny. telling the truth. But. <gasps> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're the devil. No, I'm not. I wanted to call you a son of a bitch, which is like the meanest thing ever because your mom's awesome, but you're not right now in this moment. Wow. Wow. Well, the Guess subtle, who has look, the thermostat on their phone on an app? Me. You should not have disclosed this information because now I will ruin you. I will make it 58 degrees in this apartment. Just kidding. Well, since I'm up earlier, usually. Suck my dick. All right, Matt, back to your <laughs> trial run. I like the way you worded that because I could not agree more. You have to live with someone to know the ins and outs, their day to day, their preference. Like you just said, tell me some more. Tell me more thoughts on that. Because like the, your wake up schedule, your sleep schedule, right? dinner schedule if your lives are compatible and if not if you can make it work and be compatible if you can both compromise and meet in the middle or if you're both so bullheaded that you're stuck in your ways he's stuck in his ways this isn't going to work hey now we know rather than oh shit we're married and we have kids now i mean ultimately every marriage is going to have hurdles to get over right this is just eliminating some of them before they happen if you can live together first that's yeah. the whole, that's kind of the whole point. No, true. And but so then can we jump to the sex thing, the sex before marriage? I understand in certain cultures and whatnot, that's, you know what, shout out, like bow down to everyone. Like that is for you. I'm just, you're listening to my podcast because you want to know how I feel about things. If I don't have a test run with the penis or the hand or just the kissing or the vibe, the bedroom vibe, things are teachable, Right. Nobody is is unteachable, in my opinion, for the most part, if they're a wonderful human. Everyone can be taught how to be a little freaky deaky, but you got to find that out first before you're stuck with them for life. Like, what if this is like a five-year commitment of teaching you how to use your own penis? Like, that's crazy. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel I'm like not... I make a very valid point. You do. I, I mean, I wouldn't marry someone without having sex first. Absolutely. You need to kind of explore that. I think I actually do have some friends that got married without having sex. Okay. That's and, awesome. I, I, I want to hear about this because I don't know if I know anybody. <laughs> and they have kids and a very happy life. I don't know the ins and outs of their intimate side of their relationship, but mm-hmm. I know that they both are very happy with where they are in life. Okay. So, I mean, so it can work again. It can absolutely this is work. It's all about personal preference, y'all. Just for me, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, especially the living together thing. Like even Luke and I have been doing this living together, like sort of thing, you know, Matt, have you ever dated someone for a very long period of time that you did not live with? Um, my last ex, we didn't live together. She liked her house at 75 and I put, kept mine at 69. So that, that was the first time. That was the sign she wasn't the one, man. I saw that red flag at the start. That's one of the biggest red flags ever. It's like waving in your face. Like, well, no way. Okay, how long were you guys together? Listen. How long were you guys together? I don't. I know who you're talking about, but two two years. So two years and not living together. That is something I've never done. <laughs> 
Um, so I have, an, I have another question for you guys going back to our <laughs> original conversation that just went to hell. But <laughs> as far as like, we're talking like engagements to marriages to like babies, whatever. So when you're in a serious relationship, I don't know why this like when I shower, I like think of random things and I write them down. How do you feel and how have you felt in the past about your significant other reaching out to your family in times of stress or like you guys have a tiff and it's not um, you guys are not being, you're not able to communicate about it. So like if Luke, for you, like if I were to reach out to like your sister or your mom, Matt, if your girlfriend, fiance, whoever were to reach out to your brother, your mom, your dad, like to ask for like advice, does that rub you the wrong way or does it make you feel like, Oh, that was nice. She cares about me. Or is that just like too intrusive? Uh, I think it depends on, the situation and how long you've known them. Okay. Um, so let's say fiance, like serious we, we were together for almost five years and her and my mom were best friends. So we had to communicate about it and establish some boundaries, but also my mom was pretty awesome and she had to establish some boundaries with her. Like if you want to keep the civil, but if you're going to come to me and bad mouth mad, I don't want to hear that. But if you want to talk yeah. about how he's being like, she's like, I know how much of an asshole he can be. Uh, so, uh, I absolutely uh, mean amazing and emotional. Yes. Okay. I will call it that. Uh, yeah. But no, I think it de- it depends on the situation. My last ex, we were only together for two years. No, I think that would be awkward. Um, unless you, unless you have a really, years, but I feel like two years is a really long time. But she didn't yeah. have a relationship with your family, is what you're saying. Yeah, she never got close with my parents, and I wasn't really close with hers either. So that would have been awkward for either of us to do that. So. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, like I've had boundaries put up against me before <laughs> from an ex-boyfriend's like, I love clinging to, like, I love the moms, especially of the guys that I date. I get very close to them. I love family obviously, but I've definitely had a mom or two in my past of an ex-boyfriend while we were dating who, who have had to set boundaries for me. <laughs> like, I would love nothing more than to talk to you about this, but he would prefer not. And I'm like, okay, I understand. Whatever. Fuck him. <laughs> I think so at this point, I don't feel like you're that close with any of my family yet. So I think it'd be weird at this point in our relationship. If you reached out to them, if I've you were in a your, tip. I've texted your little sister before, but I'm, not like to talk shit about you, but I've just reached out. But not about like a fight or a tiff or anything. You re- you you and no. Elise talk. Yeah. But I would though, if I'm being honest with you, I would reach out to your younger sister if I didn't think I could get through to you, and I would ask her like her best advice on how to talk to you if I didn't think hmm. I could. Would that rub you the wrong way? And Matt, would that rub you the wrong way? I mean, you kind of already said like you like that they would have a relationship, but your mom also would set boundaries which I think is super important. Cause I think as a, someone who wants to be a mom, I want to be that person like in my, in my dream world, right? The world like, Ooh, this world way out here. When I become a mom, I want to be the person that my kids can come to that their person that they're seeing dating, whoever their friends can come to. But I do agree. There has to be like boundaries set. It's fair. Yeah. I'm not saying I'd be upset if you did. I'm saying that I think it was weird. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just it's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've said that before, to you before. That Have I, you guys ever reached out to like your significant other's family before in any mm-hmm. relationship? Whether it be a parent or like a sibling. I will say like my sister has been reached out to on behalf, like by every like human I've ever become, come in contact with to the point where my sister's like, I fucking hate these five people that are your friends because if they call me one more time, to like tell me they're worried about you in the past, she would be like, fuck you. That's my sister. I know where she, I know where her head's at. So it annoys my sister more than it annoyed me. Hmm. I haven't reached out to, you've never family. reached out to like a, a girlfriend's family to be like, Oh, like, do you have advice for me? Maybe it's just a chick thing. I don't know. I'm asking you guys cause this is shit I've done and we'll probably continue to do, but you're both looking with your heads cocked up at the ceiling. I wish I, like, I'm going to take a picture of this. Both, like, staring at the ceiling going, huh. 
guess I never really thought about it that way. This is why I have this podcast. I want to hear the male's perspective. And you guys are not matching the way that I'm very feel like the way I'm feeling right now. No, I haven't. And I don't think from my perspective, that would be all that productive. I, I guess maybe it's an ego thing that I would feel like I know you in this point in your life better than anyone else, because I spend more time around you now. And I would take, you know, inventory of what's happened in the past and everything and come up with my approach to it on my own. I may vent to my brother or a best friend about something that I'm frustrated about and try to, and, you know, kind of get their take if they've gone through something similar, but I'm not going to go to your family. Yeah. Who, so Matt, who do you vent to? I always find this fascinating and Luke and I have touched on this before, but I feel like I never get like a real, like, I want a definitive fucking answer from you guys, both of you. When you are going through the shit with a girl you're dating, what do you do with it? Because we all know girls go to their friends. I go to my friends. I go to my sister, sometimes my brother. What do you guys do? I go to my parents, a um, couple close friends. Oh. You, that's how you and I became close is through your breakups and my breakups. Yeah, you were yeah. always a late night phone. I mean, I remember several times, like, we'd talk on the phone for hours. Forever. Each other through Therapists. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really, really on my family, my brother and my mom and dad. Because they okay. all offer a different, different perspective. And it's a perspective you trust rather than just going to a friend, no matter how close maybe that friend is like you're like a friend that you live near who's like a good friend, but it's not like being your best friend for like, you know, 15 years. Right. Yeah. I, and I want I, a friend to call me out on my bullshit and not exactly. tell me what I want to do. Dude, that's something that we should talk about because that is something that I feel like is kind of rare out here. As far as the people I've been around, people want to surround themselves with yes people. And I love that I have, a really close friend and my brother that I can vent to and they're going to set me straight. Like, you know, they're going to call me on my bullshit. Be like, well, what'd you do? Let's get into the topic of platonic friends, like different sexes, different genders, whatever, male, female, same sexual orientation, platonic friends. We talked about this, I think on our first or second podcast, like can men and women actually be friends or can two people Sorry, guys. Men and women is what we're talking about because we're a male and female podcast host. But can two people be friends that would could be and or would be sexually attracted to each other is what we're saying. Is it possible? What do you think? Okay, so my take on it is that, yes, it can happen, right? It just takes some discipline and respect that... Discipline. I like it's the first word you use. No, it is because, because I think most platonic male female relationships do stem from some degree of attraction i'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's really powerful i'm not saying you guys are necessarily right for each other but it started with some degree of attraction do you have any platonic female friends you've never hooked up with who are not your friend's significant other yes okay i love that yeah absolutely yeah and i've always had a a, a female close female friends throughout my life and luke you yeah same uh, and then to the note of what I was saying, I'm saying that there maybe at the start, there was some attraction to that person, but as you get to know each other, you're like, we're better off friends, right? You support each other in what you do. You stay in touch. You give each other the perspective you want. You like you two, you talk through your breakups. Like what was this guy mm-hmm. thinking? And you can get your male perspective, Kristen and Matt, you're like, what was she thinking? Get it from Kristen. Mm-hmm. I have a very close friend that's married, has her first child. I love her to death. She's fantastic we've been friends we've in high school you've never kissed hooked up nothing nothing okay i like that okay i mean it's fascinating because i think it is a really interesting question it is and i don't think that's super common but Mm -hmm. i don't know i just think the popular thought is that it can't happen without there always being this sexual tension kind of hanging there and i think it probably starts with some sexual tension but it can be become a, a deeper friendship yeah matt your thoughts you're you're girl's guy. Like I'm a guy's girl. Like I love having my dude friends. Like I like platonic dude friends. And I feel like you're the kind of guy who like really likes having female friends. Yeah. I like, I mean, I just enjoy people. I enjoy witty banter. I enjoy people that make other people laugh that you enjoy being around. So I don't care what your sex is. I don't care if you're gay and half my guy, guy friends are gay. Like, I don't care. Are you a good person? Are you fun to be around? Do you make me laugh? Do you treat others good? Cool. Then I don't care about the rest of that. Same bro. Same bro. 
but I mean, oh, to we just we're breaking the ice here because so Matt and I have been platonic amazing friends for like I said, forty years. <laughs> just kidding, twenty years. However, I did have a crush on Matt when I uh, two thousand seven when I moved to LA. We had like one kiss. And then we, we hooked up before (laughs) we hooked up one time and we were both single and it happened. And then we were like, okay, we're still best friends. And I think that's also strangely easy to do. I don't, I don't actually, I don't know if it's easy to do. It was easy in this friendship. Have you ever done that before? Have you ever like hooked up with a girl you were really good friends with and were you able to continue a friendship or did that kind of like messy things up? Uh, the closest thing for me there uh, was a girl in college mm-hmm. that we, I can't say we necessarily dated. We sort of hooked up, like made out and fooled around, but we never had sex. But and did you like go on dates? Did you like hang out a lot? Uh, we or hung out. fuck buddies? No, like I said, we never had sex. It was like. Or, uh, hookup buddies, sorry. I, we, I mean, we made out a lot, but it didn't go further than that. And we stayed friends. We've got a lot of things in common. And I mean, she's married now, mm-hmm. very happy. We stay in touch. That's part of one of those things that sometimes you realize post attraction that right. you're better off friends. But did it make it messy for you guys at all? I don't think so. Okay. That's kind of what I'm asking. Like, does it make things awkward? Like in both of you, but also like in your own personal lives, but also you guys have a lot of dude friends. What do you, what do the dudes tell you? No, guys? I will that's say, what I want to know. I will say that I have had a girl that's a friend first and then you hook up and then you're not friends anymore. I've had that same situation as well. Do you think it's because of the hookup that you weren't friends anymore or just cause? I think it's because somebody wanted it more than the other one. Okay. It wasn't the same mindset. Like when you, t- you two hooked up, said you guys were both on the same page that next day, like, hey, we're better off friends. At least that's what I understand about the situation that, hey, that was not like... It was just like we're both single. It wasn't fireworks. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't fireworks. It was like, yeah, let's keep it simple. Let's be friends. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt, what do you think? Like from your, like in all of your time of dating, being single, like what's, and, and being someone who is friends with a lot of, like you have platonic girlfriends. I mean, I've had the situation before where it has, you know, we were friends and then we did hook up and it made things weird and we may have distanced each other for a while, but then came back together and talked about it and said, sorry, we shouldn't have done that. You know, I cherish our friendship. I want, I still want to have you as a friend and then just moving forward from there. And then I've had girls that then start dating a guy and then I can tell the guy is not cool with me, which I completely understand. I respect it, but. I mean, yeah, it's definitely possible. Have you ever hooked up with, or, or when I say hook up, it could be just a make out, right? I don't mean sleep together. Make out plus with some with a friend and then just like never talked about it again, but you're still friends. Where you're just like, oh, we had a drunk make out, but let's just never talk about that again. Because I've done that before. And we've just ignored it completely. And then we're like still like really tight friends because we're just like well anyway (laughs) i think i'm too i was too drunk to remember i think i've made out with some people when i was drunk and but stayed friends because it didn't really matter i I said i don't know i can't think of a specific situation (laughs) but i know there have been occasions where i may have made out with four or five girls in a night and luke's like oh back in college yeah definitely college back in the early aughts late aughts what are you talking about i went to college in 09 i know i was joking it was sarcastic Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. Play online on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code DOTY, and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code DOTY. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly in partnership with the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 and over. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted-in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Max match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time 
one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. When you guys have your, when you're, when you go out for boys night and you're like the wingman or like you guys are like drunk and you're talking about hookups and stuff, like what do boys talk about? Are they like, yeah, oh man, I made out with this girl and now she doesn't want to be friends or like I scored or I like, that's what I want. I'll, I'll tell you that yeah. if you have a, an attractive straight female friend as an, as a single straight male, they're always asking, so are you going to do it? Or are you going to make a move? Have you made a move? What's happening? That's the conversation that's happening Matt, for sure. Matt's, Matt's nodding his head, yeah. yeah. Always ask that. Yeah. So is that like pressure, Matt? Like, is that pressure for you guys? Or are you just like, fuck off? No, I mean, I know who I am and my character and who I, you know, my French. I've had female friends my entire life that I've haven't that have been platonic so i know i can do it so do you guys kiss and tell because obviously we're not like in our 20s anymore i know it's very different but just thinking about from your 20s to your 30s and now matt you and i into our 40s do guys talk about it absolutely <gasps> wait tell me more yeah we talk guys talk about hookups. wait let's t- and- let's fucking talk about this this is so exciting i want to hear shit i'm not asking for anyone's names just, you know, like what, what kind of, tell me what the conversations are like. I literally told Luke about my last sexual experience, like hours after it happened, <laughs> I woke up and told him. <laughs> That's very, very true. Yeah. Yeah. I got some details. Okay. That, and that was a wild fucking story. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, the answer is yes. Yeah. So usually it depends. Some guys do just put it on blast and they're willing to tell anybody, especially if they feel like they're bragging about a person that they hooked up with. I don't really do that either. Go put it on blast. But my closest friends, I'll share with that. I'll share that with them. Yeah. But is it like, oh man, I got another notch on the bedpost. No. Hello. She was so fucking hot and her titties were big and rah, 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 or however guys talk. Sometimes. Okay. I will say sometimes in some groups of guys, the stories start happening and then you got it. And then you can't, you don't have to, but you chime in with like a story, right? Yeah. You chime in with a story. There was this one girl. You're not going to believe this, you know, and go into it like that. But I definitely haven't put all my hookups on blast. I'm not like putting it on a pedestal or making it this big trophy thing where it's like, uh, I got more, I hit, uh, you know, whatever. I've hit whatever number now. It's not a competition. It's not. Oh, that's a good question. Wait, I already know Luke's answer, but Matt, and I'm not asking for the number, but do you know how many people you've slept with? Luke, do you know how many people you've slept with? No. I don't know how many. I'm not, I'm not judging anyone. I have no fucking idea. I have a ballpark. I have a ballpark, yeah. Well, good for both of you. I sound like the whore here. Not, not, not at all. I'm just, I am sexually free, men and women alike. I don't know because when, when I was in high school, like after I lost my virginity and then I kind of had like a hoe phase for a minute and then I had boyfriends. So like during my hoe phase, I was like, I don't fucking know. I just want male honesty here. Okay, guys. I want straight up male honesty. I don't want you sugarcoating shit. I no, want you- guys, are, guys are just like girl, when you girls are together and you're having a girl's night, you talk about you talk about all that stuff. You turn into women and you talk about the way women do. Guys do the exact same thing. Talk about amazing breasts or great pussy. Yeah, we love boobies. Yeah, yeah, we definitely talk about that. It's like- Luke, you just said the P word and you hate the P word. I don't hate the P word. I just don't use it much. You just said amazing pussy. What what word makes you grossed out? Oh, I hate cock. I hate <laughs> the word cock. It reminds me of porn, and no girl that I know of, and definitely not me, is ever having sex being like, oh, my God, I love your big fat cock. I've been told that before. Gross. Ew. No, people don't talk like that in real life. So that yes, is like a super hard ick of mine. And pussy. Like the word pussy doesn't bother me. But in regards to like me having sex with someone, if I were having sex and it was like, oh my, yeah, I like your pussy. I would be like, oh my God, it just closed up and now it's sewn up like stitches. Like super glue. She's, she's not. She is. Honest. She is closed up like a fucking fist. That's not cute. I am not your, your bang buddy. And that's just not how I roll. You know what I hate the most? Gaping hole. She hates that word. And watching football, now that football season's back, there's a gaping hole on the left side. Kristen just rolls her eyes. Oh, it's so One, you should have never told me that. And now I cannot wait to watch football with you because I'm saying it every chance that I get. I cannot handle when they say gaping hole. (laughs) I just think of 
the grossest porn I've ever accidentally watched. Yeah, accidentally. Like you click on something and then all of a sudden it's just like a giant butthole and they're like gaping hole. Like what? Oh God. This is not fun for me, guys. I hate you. So I, beyond. I am now regretting this entire episode. No, you're not. But also hashtag loving it. Um, okay, wait, I have a couple more questions really fast. How do you guys feel about Kelsey and Taylor Swift possibly being a couple? Travis Kelsey and Travis Swiftie? Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Word on the street is that they're a couple and he gets to enjoy his knee being fucked up because he's dating Taylor Swift. And word in my girls league, my fantasy league with all women, by the way, everyone, I have three leagues, but word on my fantasy league is that it's going to be like hashtag Brittany Mahomes, hashtag T Swift all season long. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to a football reference in a T Swift song. I oh, think okay. That will happen. Oh, so. oh, that's a fucking good point. If she, Taylor writes a fucking song about Travis Kelsey, I will lose my mind because Travis Kelsey is my hall pass. <laughs> that's hilarious. Luke, who's your hall pass? Well, Taylor Swift's one of mine. No, she went since when? Since one second ago? Since I decided it. Every time I ask him about a hall pass, he's like, babe, I don't need a hall pass because I have you. Um, I'm like, uh. No, that's not true. I'm but, like, how about Margot Robbie? Because she's also my hall pass. Look, the one time I said Taylor Swift, Kristen's like, I will help facilitate that. Yeah, just so I can be close to her. Exactly. That's what it's I'm weird. saying. So I'm like, okay, that's one of them that she can just like hang out over here you in the impossible range. You don't have a range. hall pass. Nice try. Matt, uh, who's yeah, your yeah. hall pass? Uh, He's single. Margot, he doesn't yeah. have a hall pass. No, either Margot Robbie or Kira Knightley. Oh, Kira Knightley used to be one of mine too. You know, I I'd, really I'd still her. say Jennifer Aniston. Okay. She's still. Jennifer, I mean, she's so hot. So Matt, we actually have a we got an awesome question for you here to wrap this up. We do have one last question, and I actually don't know my answer, so I'm going to go last. All right. You want to sing it? We can try. And I, I would do anything for What love. fucking key are we in? Okay, I don't know keys. <laughs> and I would do anything for love, but I won't do what? Well, I think we already covered I wouldn't date you if you keep your thermostat above 70. <sighs> that's a fucking good one. And oh, if you fun. keep it at 70 and you like Nickelback, get the fuck out of my face. Oh my God, you just. Nice. Wait, no, I don't know what mine's going to be because. Oh, did I steal your Nickelback? Well, no, I mean, you did after you said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know mine. Okay, I have mine. Luke, go. I would do anything for love, but I won't do cats and no dogs. No, that's a boring one. That's I'll do boring. anything for love, but I won't do Creed. <laughs> With arms wide open. Yeah. No creed. And then I also am latching onto your no nickelback and no thermostat above 70 degrees. And no diddling in my butthole. I don't mind diddling in my butthole. Sometimes. Sometimes. Anyway. Well, Matt, I love you so much. And thank you for coming on and being my my BFFFFF. And I thank you for coming to California twice in the last three weeks. And I can't wait to come see you in Colorado soon. Because guess what, y'all? Luke and I are taking this shit on the road, and we're going to Colorado. Can't wait. You said it right. We're going to leave in like a week or two, and we're going to hit the road, and we're going to do like Colorado, Indiana, Michigan. We might like stop along the way and just like do this whole crazy trip with our podcast equipment. Yes. It's definitely going with us. So yes. Can't wait. And you guys, just to wrap this up, I mentioned... My good old buddy Rappaport on the last episode, and he and I were texting tonight. Raps, I love you, and he will be recording with me in the next couple of weeks. And Luke and I, again, will be recapping Bachelor in Paradise and Golden Bachelor coming up soon. And yes, I see all of your messages about recapping Vanderpump Rules starting at season two. Luke has convinced me we should definitely do this, so we'll get back on that as well. Um, and then, yeah, we just, we have so many other guests that are really awesome and we're really excited and we love you all. And thank you for being patient with us this summer with all of our trips, because we've just, we had to lag for like a few weeks. We did, but we're back. We're going to go back to two episodes a week very Absolutely. soon and can't wait to keep them coming and hear from you on the emails and can't wait to talk DMs. some shit guys. So send us all your emails 
and rate us five stars and rate Matt five stars and Matt is single and he lives in Denver. So um, if you guys want to date Matt, then you can DM me at Kristen Doty on Instagram. Matt, drop your socials if you want. Are you, are you public on Instagram? Yeah, it's uh, at mjizzle53.com. I go by MJ. That's where the M Jizzle comes from. Yeah, he likes to be called MJ. Fuck that. But so everyone follow. Yeah, and I will. I'll put this at the bottom. Matt, you're gonna get so many chicks just like going bananas for you. I love you so much. We can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Love you, love you, love you, and we will see you soon. Bye. Thanks, Matt. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.